You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. On Air with JT. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips, behind the scenes, exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just type in onairwithjt. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and everything is right there. And of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and my new podcasts that are launching this year, then send me an email. Of course, serious inquiries only. You can email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir.
on air with JT. How's it going, everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. Of course, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And like always, I'm here with Madeline Haley Marquez. I'm here with David Chin. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, JT? What up? What up, Chinny? What's up, bro? How you doing? Good, man. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Making money out here. Grinding like old. Grinding. Always. Can't Grinding. believe that song's 20 years old. What? Jeez, yeah. It makes you feel man. old, doesn't it? You know, what makes me feel we old? We all aging, but Pharrell isn't. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, man. 93 babies are, are weak this year. We're all turning 30. Yeah, I'm a 94 baby. Next year for you. Yeah. Can't believe. Yeah, I'll be 29 soon couple weeks it's crazy basically an old man i know i got one year left nah that's crazy (laughs) honestly i feel like everybody says that you make it when you're like you know what emotionally like when you're in your 30s because you don't care anymore like in your 20s you're like oh i have to look this way when your 30s you're like all right this is how i look i'm cool with it yeah uh, i've actually done and read and watched a lot of like research on things like that and it's actually interesting because they've done a lot of studies and what they find is the most happiest people are actually tend to be the oldest yeah because they already know it's not worth the worth your troubles you know it's not worth not worth crying over spilt milk i feel Mm -hmm. like that's something an old person would say Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true though. You know, they they experience a lot of it. You know, more than you know a twenty year old or thirty year old or forty year old or. You know, they have a lot of wisdom and knowledge. I like having conversations with older people, even though sometimes it can, it can be difficult. But um, you know, you can gain a lot of insight by talking to people that are, you know. Your elders. I think, for me personally, at least. Yeah, I I believe that too, but I don't always believe in respecting elders just because they're older. Like if if they're like off the off the rip, just like disrespectful. Oh how, yeah, yeah, how fuck can... that. I don't give a fuck how old you are. If if you're disrespectful to me, you know I, I'm gonna reciprocate that that energy back to you. Should I or should I not? That, that I mean, that's up for discussion. But you know, that's just who I am. So. You know, hopefully they catch me on a, on a good day. <laughs> uh, that is so true. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, um, yeah, we, uh, I did have an interview this morning with a very funny comedian, but something happened, a little, little like family emergency. So basically we're going to just reschedule the interview. So it'll most likely happen this week still. So I'm very excited about that. And like we talked about on yesterday's show, we have several comedians uh, lined up to be on the show this week and next week. I'm very excited. Of course, we have, you know, uh, Patrick Carney, uh, four-time Grammy winner, award winner of the Black Keys, that's going to be on the show in February. I'm very excited about that. Um, a few other very, you know, popular, successful musicians. Um, I have a few that are kind of in the works. Um, 
I can't confirm it 100%, but it looks like by the responses I'm getting from his management, it looks like it could happen later this year. And that's with CeeLo Green, which would be fucking crazy. That is so crazy, man. You like we were just saying grinding, but you're you're really grinded. Like interview after interview, like that's just it's just un- incredible, yeah. unbelievable. And then I just had you know uh, one of the band members of Third Eye Blind, you know, check out my content. I'm trying to get you know, uh, you know, one of the band members at least. You know, it, it would be cool to have an interview with them because you know. They they are they are and they were a great band. They came out with really good music. You know how it's gonna be. You know never let you go. Like, really good songs. So it'd be really cool if I can get an interview with them. But you know I'm really excited even with the Gavin DeGraw and um, you know even talking with Tom Dumont of No Doubt. But the Patrick Carney interview is gonna be really good. You know I, I made a funny Facebook status and I you know I don't think I'm gonna ask him this because I just don't think it's appropriate. But you know, just with, you know, my business mind, I'm just curious because, like, I know that their music has been, you know, they licensed their music to play, like, on soundtracks of different video games just because, like, like, like on the baseball games, like, I've always, I get them every year, MLB The Show, and, you know, for a lot of years, they would always be on, you know, the, the video game. So, I, so this morning, I just out of curiosity, I Googled, you know, how many songs of the of the, of the Black Keys have, have? How many songs they license into video games? And guess how many video games that their music is in? I I seen that you said like sixty three or something like that. Like it's it's like thirty. It's like thirty three or thirty four. Oh, I'm sorry. Which, which is which? Is, that's crazy. <laughs> no, either way, that's ridiculous. That's that's it's still it's, a crazy that's number. That's impressive. And I'm just I'm just so curious, just from being an entrepreneur. And just I, I'm just so curious to see from a financial aspect of what percent of his like net worth came from licensing his, his music onto video games. Which obviously, like if you are a musician or anyone that is like a, in, uh, an artist or whatever it might be, you know, you want to get to the point where you're able to have your content, your art, you know, if you if you want you know, to make, you know, more money or, you know, opportunities and thing, things like that. You want to be able to license your content out because you're getting, you know, not only a, yeah, a check up front, but then you're getting residuals, you know, every month, you know, quarterly, yearly for the rest of your life. So, you know, it's very important to make sure if you're, especially if you're an upcoming artist or something, you know, when you do get to the point or even even before you really even break through and become really famous, you would be surprised on how you can get your music onto like TV shows, um, movies, independent movies. Um, you would be surprised on the amount of people that you've never heard their name, but you've heard their music in, in like, a movie, in multiple or, yeah. TV shows <laughs> and, and movies. And it's actually interesting um, how does that work? Like I, that that's really interesting how does what, to think about. How does what work? Because we never hear about them and they or they just like like how do they get their songs into the movie or into well, the video games it, I mean, without there's, becoming there's, there's different ways. I mean obviously they can, you know, do it themselves, but obviously that's a harder route because they don't have anyone representing themselves. But you know, with a lot of you know, it's always been like this, but you know, especially, you know, the past 
40 plus years in the record business, all these record labels, you know, obviously, you know, the record labels, they hire artists, you know, they sign artists, but they also sign producers and then they also sign songwriters. So, you know, and, and there's a lot of really good songwriters that, well, a, I mean, I mean, there's, there's so many different factors. Like some people might just not have the look to be like a superstar, but they have the talent. So instead of, you know, they know that they might not make it, they, ne- they might not be like necessarily like a big star. Um, so they, they just write for other people. Um, like one prime example is uh, Louis Bell, who's actually from the Boston area. And he's one of the biggest songwriters, literally, um, in the music industry right now. And I'm going to tell you all the songs he's written and produced. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? You ready for this? Throw it at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm pulling it up right now. All right. Mind you, he's from Boston. So, like, of course, I'm a, I'm a little biased, but he's doing his fucking thing so i'm trying to pull up all the way from the beginning so we can go in order okay so and, and if a lot of people if, if you follow post malone you'll see, you'll see lewis bell in a lot of pictures he's like one of his like right hand man and basically lewis bell is also you know he's he you know he's has a big factor in why Post Malone is very successful. I'm just going to say that. Not saying, I'm not taking anything away from Post because he is a very, you know, talented musician. But, you know, once you hear the credits by Louis Bell, you're going to be like, oh, damn. Okay, so 2016 Post Malone, Money Made Me Do It, Hollywood, uh, Dreams, Come Down, um, Deja, uh, Deja Vu, Congratulations, um, by Post Malone, <laughs> then Selena. Selena Congratulations! Go- yeah, he produced what? and he produced and also was a writer in that. He did Selena Gomez and Marshmallow uh, Wolves. He did um, let's see, like big songs. He, he obviously <laughs> did Rockstar with Post Malone and Twenty One Savage. Post Malone, Candy Paint. He did Havana with Camila Cabela and Young Thug. Um, he did Lost in Japan by Sean Mendez, um, Young Blood, Five Seconds of uh, Summer, uh, Post Malone. He did Psycho, Better Now, uh, Bail for Me, Paranoid. Uh, yeah, it's so crazy that we barely hear about these people. He, he, he like- did Sun. He did Sunflower, which is like ten times platinum right now. Um, yeah, with you know Post Malone and Sway Lee, which is crazy. Um, he's listed as a producer and a songwriter. He did Goodbyes with Post Malone and Young Thug. Um, so basically, all the biggest songs that you've heard by uh, Post Malone, you know, Louis Bell has you know been a part of it. Obviously, he he um, ri- wrote, co-written, and produced "Without Me" in Graveyard by Halsey. Um, Sam Smith, Ty Dolla Sign, Miley, Miley Cyrus, Bieber, Khaled. Yeah. Uh, but that's incredible. What, what's not 
it, it's very it's it's very incredible. And, and I'm just a music nerd, so I'm probably geeking out right now. And people are like it's not that serious, but to me it <laughs> is because it's like it, it's very impressive as a songwriter myself. I mean, like I don't really talk about it this much, but you know, I started writing poetry when I was you know eight nine years old, and I started writing music like. I mean, obviously, like raps, they were obviously shitty raps and basic raps, but I was in the third grade when I first started writing. So, like, what, 10 years old, nine years old? Like, um, but yeah, I, I like writing poetry and music. Um, okay, so these are the songs that, so this is like, I can't wait for the opportunity to interview and talk to, have a conversation with Ryan Tedder of One Republic. Um, not just because of all the successful and great songs that One Republic has made, but people don't understand the the amount of songs that he's written for other artists, and it's like really fucking crazy. Like, are you are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna shock me again. This one's you're gonna you, this one you're gonna be a little bit more shocked. So he wrote "Bleeding Love" for Liana Lewis. He wrote Do It Well for Jennifer Lopez. He wrote Halo for Beyonce. What? No. He, yep. He wrote... No, Beyonce wrote that in my head. No. He, wrote, he, he wrote Halo. He wrote Already Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Battlefield by Jordan Sparks. Rumor Has It by Adele. Um, what? Yeah. Ghost by Ella Henderson. Burned by Ellie Golden. Neon Lights by Demi Lovato. Right Now, Please. One Direction. XO by Beyonce. Love Somebody by Maroon 5, which is a, actually a really good song. Um, I mean, that's just like, it makes me think into like conspiracy theory things. Like, are these artists actually even talented or is it just people behind the scenes? I mean, like, I mean, I, they have a lot of, no, a lot of, a lot of artists, a, a lot of singers, especially, you know, they have a, a team. I mean, if you look up any really popular song, you know, on Wikipedia, you'll see the list of, you know, credits of songwriters and producers. And for the most part, for the, on average, for the most, you know, for a, a mainstream hit song that you'll see in the last, like, you know, especially the last 15, 20 years, you'll see that there's, there's a group of writers, like, you know, more than one, like, there's like a team, like, you know, I've, I've seen on some songs, you know, up to like nine or 10 different songwriters, songwriters, you know, listed, you know, at, you know, and credit it just for one song. So, of course, you know, there are successful musicians, you know, obviously they, they have the voice, but, you know, um, it, it, it's not an easy thing to have, you know, the voice of and also come up with very good music. So sometimes you need to have, you know, a team and need to have people that write for you or help you write. And, and not all the time that, you know, they have the writers write the entire song. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, these songwriters will uh, write, like, the chorus the, or the hook or the bridge or maybe, like, one verse or come up with the concept or the melody or whatever it might be. But um, it's, really, it's really cool. People really don't understand, you know, how many successful artists, artists like, even your favorite singers and rappers and and people in bands, you know, you would be surprised, you know, on songs that they probably have been a part of in terms of like co-writing, co-producing, whatever it might be, you know. And I, I, I just, 
I'm fascinated by that aspect of uh, the music industry. Yeah, I, I, I knew that a lot of things went into it, but it's just, it, it just like makes me think about the producers because that's kind of what I've, what I wanted to do like recently within the last like five years, thinking about music and thinking about how I could try to get into the industry. And I feel like being a producer was what I wanted to like, I guess not settle for, but like when I was younger, I I wanted to be, you know, like a, a, a like a rock star basically. And, and that like dream kind of like trickled away a little bit, but being a music producer, it just really shows that like, music producers are like hidden but they're so fucking talented and oh, people yeah. people don't like do, do producers get like interviewed and stuff like that because they don't get interviewed as, as much but um you know i'm definitely i've, I've been i've been reaching thing. out i've been reaching out to them but um yeah um you know I, i've talked to the legendary producer jerry wonder who you know is best known for um, working on the, the the best Fuji's album, um, producing that, you know, with, you know, all the best songs, you know, in my opinion, on that album, um, he was a part of with Wyclef, Lauryn Hill, um, you know, No Woman, No Cry, uh, which is, you know, in my personal opinion, I feel like the Fuji's cover of No Woman, No Cry is actually better than Bob Marley's. Not to say that Bob, Bob, not to say that Bob Marley's version is not amazing because it, it is, but I just personally like the Fuji's cover of it a little bit more than the original. And I know it's I'm, probably an un, you know unpopular opinion, but I don't know. I feel like I just can't can't even say that just because it's Bob Marley. I, I don't. Know. I know that's why it's a very unpopular opinion, and and I love I love Bob Marley, but uh, I love both versions. But I I, I don't know I. I if you were to ask me, like, what version do you want to listen to right now, I, I'll, I would say the Fugees. That's just me. Sorry about that. My f I think the phone cut out or something like that. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, it's really interesting with, like, the, the songwriting aspect of it. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that there are very successful you know, not only like cause I just, you know, named, you know, artists that are in bands. Well, not Lewis Bell, but, you know, Ryan Tedder is in a band. So like he wrote for other people. But there's people that we don't even know about that are, you know, successful and have, a, you know, written and produced the biggest songs of all of all time. And, you know, some of them are, are, are considered like ghostwriters. So their name isn't even credited as a songwriter. So they're not getting those royalties. That that must that must burn in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, like, I would I would never want to, you know, I would never do that because you're not getting no, credited. My, my dad actually had that happen to him uh for a TV show. Um it wasn't all of, like the whole, every episode or something like that, but I think a few he he wasn't credited for for his work. And he did the piano parts like he did the music for it and he was literally like uh under the age of 10 <laughs> wow yeah that's crazy he's impressive he's a, a evil genius <laughs> yeah, evil genius dr evil 
Oh man, I, I keep seeing dollars. <laughs> I keep seeing people around the city, Philadelphia, with uh, these beanies on that say "Evil Genius." I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's probably some dope brand. I have to check it out. Yeah, I gotta look it up. Um, yeah, but uh, th- there's some really cool things I want to talk about. You know, some stuff that I've already talked about in you know recent episodes or in season 13. But I just kind of just want to talk about it briefly again, just to. You know, especially if people are, there's so many new people that are, you know, tuning in um, into season 14 and they really haven't checked out season 13. So, um, you know, I do want to talk about some things and um, yeah, it's just going to be a really interesting show. Um, Like I said, we have a lot of interviews lined up with, you know, comedians and and things like that. And if you're ever interested in, you know, sharing your story and you'd like to be on the podcast for an interview, you can always send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Once again, that's onairwithjt at gmail.com. And of course, you can watch the show, uh, the full show, full episode, uh, clips, behind the scenes, and, and so much more exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, type in On Air with JT. And of course, if you do have an account, I would greatly appreciate it if you could please subscribe. Of course, you can listen to the podcast. Um, every episode, past episodes, just go, just go to any major streaming platform such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, there's so many different more platforms. I think there's over like 15 different other you know, platforms that the show is, can be heard on. Uh, but you can just go to on here with jt.com. Everything is there. Um, but you know, you can also follow me on Instagram, Justin Thomas, Insta, uh, the show at on here with JT, uh, Facebook is Justin Thomas, Twitter on here with JT, YouTube on here with JT, Snapchat, Justin Thomas SC and TikTok, Justin Thomas, TikTok. I know that's a lot. So just head over to on here with jt.com. If you are a business owner, a brand or a company or someone with a product or a service and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, then feel free to send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Once again, that's onairwithjt at gmail.com. And everything that I just mentioned is basically right over at onairwithjt.com. Uh, Madeline, where can people follow you and check out your content? You can follow me on Facebook at Madeline Haley Marquez, M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y-M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z. And on Instagram, it's Madeline with two N's underscore Haley. Uh, TikTok is Lazy Eye and YouTube is Lazy Eye 16. Or you can type in Madeline Marquez. Uh, check out my reels and stuff like that. Cool reels and videos about my life. Hell yeah, definitely go check out her content. She puts out really good content, really inspiring content. And, you know, she puts out, like, knowledgeable, like, you know, she talks about facts. She, she speaks facts. And, you know, I highly straight recommend. Straight facts. Yeah, straight facts. So I highly recommend you guys go follow her. Um, what, what platform do you think you use the most, you would say? I think that uh, I definitely use Facebook a lot. And I know that's probably a very unpopular thing to do, but I... I mean, it's working for you, so... It's, yeah, and really, it was just to raise awareness for, like, mental health and talk about, you know, things with my chronic illness. And then I did 
you know, start posting on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. It's it's just it's really hard, you know, to get a, to get a following. And I don't care about like likes or follows. Actually, I just want to be able to reach people. But yeah, mainly Facebook. I have two different pages on Facebook. One is my personal page and one is my business page. Um, and yeah, e- either one has uh, content. It's not all the same content on my, on all the platforms, though. On YouTube, I kind of just, like, joke around more. I don't really do a lot of mo- motivational things on that one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Facebook, you can, you can really see what I'm about on Facebook. <laughs> all right, definitely go follow her there. Um, and once again, what, what's your Facebook name where people can follow you? Follow you? Madeline Haley Marquez. Okay. Uh, definitely go follow her. And once again, for all my information, it's right over at onairwithjt.com. Uh, Maddie, so you want to hear a funny, like, kind of cool story that happened the other day? Uh, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I had to run, you know, some errands and, you know, go to a few stores and, you know, I get in my car and the radio is, is on, you know, not the, um, you know, USB media. So, you know, the radio, radio starts playing and it's feel it still you know, from Portugal demands. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Like I inter- like I interviewed I interviewed you. Like we follow each other on Instagram. We we have conversations. I got your numbers that personal number saved in my phone. Like this is pretty cool. Um but you know this happens all the time. But then I went to another store and then I heard a, a Gavin DeGrasse song. I'm like, okay, what? this is getting a little weird. So then I go to the next store and I hear um the lips of an angel by hinder i'm like okay this is getting fucking weird and then the last place i went to i heard my own worst enemy by lit i'm like okay like this is weird how do i go how do do i like go to like all these different and, and the timing of me going you know to these places and for it to happen it was just very weird it was weird that's that's the universe working in a certain way. I know. I, I, I truly believe that. I don't want to get too like spiritual, but no, it's, I, I believe I, the same I, thing. I, I believe that. Man, I, I wanted to say, what time was it when all of this was happening? I honestly <laughs> didn't even pay attention, uh, to be honest, because sometimes, That's like so you know, I'll, I'll I'll hear obviously you know songs of artists that I've interviewed, but not consecutively within like a like a an hour and a half span, you know. And the fact that I went to every like every single store was you know by the time by the time I walked in there or like within a minute or two, it would play you know a song, and I was like, shit, like I, I just had a conversation with you know, either you know, that singer or the band member of the band. It was, it was weird, it's surreal. It's definitely surreal that if stuff like that happens a lot in this world, people don't realize it sometimes because they're going too quick. But you caught it. You caught the message. Definitely. Um, so what's on your mind? Is there anything you want to talk about on today's show? I um, just think that I want to talk about just taking every day. Don't take your days for granted. You know, even if it's even if it's your worst day, like I just want to talk about being positive and never taking life for granted uh, it's, it's a really powerful message that I'm trying to get through to some people in, in, in my life, you know, that are having complications with, uh, either their mental health or, or drug addiction. 
uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know what, how to how to frame that as a topic to to speak on though. Just I mean, speak your mind. Well, I mean, with uh, being in, you know, I, I was a I was a a drug addict, you know, a recovering drug addict now, and I've lost a lot of people. And, you know, with also being a person that has a lot of mental health problems, I, I do sometimes still have like suicidal ideations, but I have to think to myself, like, you know, you got, you can't take, you can't take your days for granted. You know, you can't just think, oh, I, I have to end it all because something didn't, didn't go a certain way that you want it to go. Or it's, it's time to, you know, hang it up now because I didn't, I didn't get a deposit in my bank account or, you know, someone's moving too fast in their car and they could just, they could just get hit and die. And they're, they're going too fast because they're trying to get to where they're going. They'll never make it anywhere again. And that's what, you know, it, it just makes me think about, take never taking life for granted and just always being grateful that you're alive um you know there's people like that that have to wake up every day because you know they're, they have all this trauma right i'm speaking for myself i have a lot of trauma and i have to wake up every day and tell myself that it's worth it to like do the next thing do the next right thing not just go down a, a bad path because things aren't going your way you yeah, know it's, no, it's i agree one, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, no, go ahead. like obviously I, I can relate to that and having a lot of trauma and, and been through a lot um, that I know that a lot of people will never even experience like half of that. But I also have to realize that there are people that even have it worse. So you got to take that into perspective as well. It, it could be a lot worse. There are people uh, that have it worse than my situation or your situation. You know, you, you got to put that into perspective, too, which took me yeah. a long time to do that, to really, you know, do that. I posted something the other day. I think it was a, a real, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, a re I think it was on Facebook, I mean. And I I was, I said something like, um, it could be worse. And like, okay, I understand it could be worse. But right now, I'm feeling like this is the worst thing ever. And you know, if you tell somebody it could be worse when they're suicidal, they're like, well, let me see, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's such a hard thing to tell somebody with, with mental illnesses, like it could be worse. Okay. Now we're thinking about the people that, that have it worse than me. And now we're even more sad and I feel bad that I felt sad about it. Like, it's just such a, it's such a weird thing to think about. Like you have to be grateful for what you have, but you know, thinking about the, you know, it's always greener on the other side is what makes people so sad about how their life is looking at other people's lives. Yeah. You know, and once I mean? they get like, to that, once they get to that, you know, the side where the grass might be greener, you know, a lot of people come to the conclusion or the realization that it might not even been worth it. You know, it's not, exactly. even, it's not even that green. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, win it's winter green. time. It's, it's winter time <laughs> up north. Thank that shit ain't green. Oh man, that we we're not seeing any green for a couple months out here. I think. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, I see a lot of green, you know, <laughs> with uh, oh well, things I mean, I smoke and you know, <laughs> my uh, my pocket, but uh, that that's about verde. it. Verde, <laughs> that verde. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! But um, yeah, like just kind of going on what you were saying. Like, I just want to say to people, like, and, and you know, reiterate 
the importance of positive affirmations, you know, because, you know, we as natural human beings, you know, throughout the day, whether we know it subconsciously or not, we tell ourselves, you know, a lot of, you know, sometimes even hundreds of times a day, whether we even are aware, you know, maybe you're not good at this, you're not good at, you know, you're not going to do this, you can't achieve this, and uh, you're not good looking enough, you're not pretty enough, or you're not tall enough, or you can do way less, or what, whatever, like, uh, like I, I'm not smart enough, or whatever, like, people, we tell ourselves, you know, we're all guilty of this, and we, you know, you know, and that's just the times that we're aware of it, but, like, our subconscious mind does it so much more, so, you know, it's so important, you know, when you wake up, and, you know, I'm trying to de definitely, like, implement this more into my daily life, is, you know, and I've seen the benefits, and, you know, of doing this is, is, you know, having positive affirmations and telling yourself positive affirmations. Like when you wake up, like go to the mirror after you use the bathroom and like tell yourself like, I am smart. Like I, I, I am worthy. Like I, I am beautiful. Like I am you know, good looking. I am, you know, whatever it might be. Like, I, like I, I will do this. I, I am this person. I am strong. Like, 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 yeah, and I, know that, I know that, I know that kind of sounds. I know, I know it, it, it is hard. It's easier said than done. And I know that also kind of sounds corny, but you know, you would be, people would be astonished and amazed by doing something so small like that, how it can really reprogram and, and change your mindset to a certain degree. Yeah, I can, uh, I can speak on that. Um, so like I know it's like really popular for like the the positive affirmations and the the morning meditation and everything right now, um, but I learned that a very very long time ago um, in a program that I was in. I I um, was I actually was told by these people. It's like it was like a after jail program or something like that. I wasn't after jail. It was, it was just for people that were getting out and also people that didn't have good insurance, <laughs> but um, yeah, but anyway, so basically like my, my counselor would make me go and, and tell myself these positive affirmations of myself every morning. And um, one day they realized that I was just going in the bathroom and just messing around, not even doing it. So they, they, they not hired, but they had like a, a big sister type person come in there with that. That's like basically someone that was there for longer and knows the ropes and stuff like that. I had to have her sit in there every morning and she had to watch me do it. And I'm telling you, I was at that program for like six months and every day for like the first like three months that I was doing it, I would cry looking at myself, telling myself those things. I didn't believe it. So that's why I say it's hard. I, that's why I would, I would cry. And now even to today, it's hard to do that if I'm in a bad state of mind, or, but that's when you need to do it the most is when you're in a, in a bad mental state. Yeah. But it's funny that you brought that up because it's, it's, it's like that. I can remember that vividly. Like, and that was like, I was like 21, maybe I'm 29 now. It sticks with you. How old is tw uh, 29 in dog years? <laughs> what the? F <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I know. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. I can't. The, mi the mind of JT. <laughs> he said, how? 
I don't. I cannot deal with you, man. Oh uh, man, yeah, no. So I'm 203 in dog years. Fucking <laughs> hey, I'm 203 in dog years. It's seven years, right? I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's 203. Holy shit, I'm old as fuck. That's probably why my elbows hurt and my knees hurt so bad. I thought I was 87, but I'm actually 203. <laughs> shit, yeah. I mean, I, I'm about to be 29, but you know, some, you had to some, like some days, some days I look like I'm like fucking 45. <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you're sitting there grinding like that, getting interviews and doing your thing. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work, and we're not even. I'm not even touching the surface yet. I mean, I feel like I am to a certain degree, but still, I got a long ways to go. <laughs> But it'll happen, you know. We're starting to see, like I talked about, you know, this. I hope that I can inspire people. And again, if you listen back to, you know, episodes from a couple of months ago to now, you'll see. And if you follow me on, you know, social media, you'll see, like, shit that I've been saying that was going to happen is happening. And, And. you know, obviously, it's not just the law of attraction and speaking things into an existence and, and manifesting things. Obviously, like I said, you got to put in work and, and work hard. But, you know, I hope that this can be some sort of example, again, that you can do it. And, and I'm sure, like, you, you can do you it. You can listen and watch back to prior episodes and, and see see it unfold and even from now and you know continuing after this show we'll hopefully still you know not hopefully we'll still see you know things that i said you know come into fruition become a reality and uh, it's just you gotta it's just keep cool. working yeah i know and i definitely will and um like i said before like you can't stay complacent like it's cool to celebrate, you know, some, you know, some smaller, big wins, but you got to just keep going. You got to keep pushing. Like you can't just, you know, celebrate and, you know, sit down for the day and just reflect on that W. You got to just continue and like almost act like it didn't even happen. I mean, that's at least my mindset. Maybe that's why it works for me. Certain things work for me. Um, but that's how I think. Yeah, all those little wins are are going to turn into a, a really, really big win. And yeah. that's what you can't have a big win without little wins. It's not like you can just wake up one day and be like, okay, now I'm, I'm where I'm at because I did nothing and now I'm here. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, Actually, for some people... Nowadays with social media, it does kind of work like that. Just randomly fucking going viral one day, and now you're just like a, like, you know, the ones that, that are going Dr. Phil and then go viral. Like, well, the the odds of that are, are crazy, but also I don't know if you know this, but a lot of the people that are on Dr. Phil, it's all scripted and it, it's they're actors. I'm I just I don't like to hear that stuff because like I know that, but it's like. I don't like to think about it because in my mind it's it's Doctor Phil like it's it's real. It's like real. I can't believe people thought that, like <laughs> people like on the Jerry Springer show were actually real. Like bro, they're they're actors. They're paid actors, <laughs> like, and they're really bad actors yeah, too. <laughs> they're really bad. Like 
I can't even watch it because it makes me upset because I'm like, bro, how, I would like convince the, the audience that this is this is a real situation. Uh, at least I like. And some people fall for I it. Could. Yeah, I think do? I might have when I was like little. I probably <laughs> thought it was real. I think I mean I think all people when they were young, if they seen it, might have thought that, you know, from the from the jump. But yeah, I mean that that shit's scripted. <laughs> That shit's hella scripted, but uh, it's cool, yeah. Um, shout out to La Russell, uh, Bay Area, California. He's doing his thing. You know, you might not recognize the name, but if you, you know, you've definitely seen his content of him rapping on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and he got back to me, and we're in the process of setting up an interview. So that's so cool. Um, and I actually believe he's from Vallejo which ironically is where I live. It's where I lived, you know, last year. And, you know, if you don't know, like Vallejo, like a lot of people are from Vallejo. Like E-40 is from Vallejo. Her is from Vallejo. You know, um, I'm I'm missing a a few other people, like really big people, and I apologize. But there are a lot of people from, even a few very successful athletes that are from Vallejo. yeah, th- th- there's a, a lot of people from Vallejo, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool if I can get this interview because I- I've been a fan way before I even moved to California, and you know I think he has like almost seven hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I remember following him when he had like maybe like forty, fifty, sixty thousand or something. Like, so it's crazy to see his growth. Like he's so talented. So shout out to La Russell. Um, yeah, th- there's so many talented artists in the Bay Area. Um, it's crazy to see. Um, that was a cool experience being out there, and, and I can't wait. I'm actually going to be in San Francisco, the Bay Area, in uh, you know less than a week. So I'm very excited to be out there. Um, yeah, it should be a should be a fun time. I'm excited. I l- I, lo- I love I love San Francisco. I love the Bay Area, and I, I know that it's like kind of a shithole in some you know with so many things that are going on, but, like, I mean, the city itself is just so historical, and it's just so beautiful. And, you know, I love it, you know. that That's just me, though. I, I've, I've, I've never been, uh, but I've obviously seen pictures and, and videos of of that area, and I, I, I would, I know I would love it, because oh, yeah, I would. love the city. I, you know, and people say that, you know, I'm crazy for, moving back to Philly or that, you know, people are crazy for moving to Philly. And um, it's really just like, it's anywhere, like anywhere, anything can happen. I mean, it's more chances to happen out here if you're in the wrong area in Philly, but it's, it's, it's just beautiful. I I love, I love the historic uh, buildings and the architecture. It's like different in every part of the city. It's just, it's just awesome. Yeah. And, no, and I, I don't, I, I, I don't get what you're saying, but don't, don't, don't sleep on the Bay area and, and Vallejo. Like the, the, the shit be popping, shit pops off. That shit's crazy. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. And, 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 oh, I, I know. And obviously, you know, people that are listening, you know, I'm from Boston. So, you know, and if you've never been to Boston, you know, we, the way we drive are pretty aggressive. And, um, I heard and seen so many stories when I moved to Vallejo of just crazy shit with road rage. And, you know, I had to be a little bit careful cause I wasn't trying to get, you know, popped. Uh, um, 
but yeah, it, it was uh, it was crazy. It, it's a historic place, and I, I actually liked living in Vallejo. Um, I just really like the Bay Area, um, Northern California. But again, like I've said before, when I do make that move back to California soon, it's going to be L.A. just because that's where everything is where I really need to make it. And then once I make it, I, I don't have to stay in L.A. or California. Uh, I, I mean, it would be nice to have a property in California, um, but I don't think I'd want to live in L.A. or that area once I do make it. I mean, you said you wouldn't want to live in Bel Air. Well, I wouldn't want to live in like, I don't know if I'd want to live in any of those areas like around L.A. Like when I do become successful with acting and things like that. Like, obviously, I'll have to have a property out there just because of, you know, auditions and working and on set and shit like that. But like um, once I do get established, I don't know if I want to have my main residence be in California. Yeah, I, I, I definitely do want to live in California. I mean, it, even the if taxes it's for are so short, high, I mean, that's one just, thing. So if you're in, even in if that, it's for a short amount of time, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm de definitely going to be in Cali for a bit. But um, yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, taxes. Is, I'll always want to go thing. back to my city, though. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like, you know, being in your hometown. But the truth is, for, for most places, you know, you're going to get love and respect especially from the jump most likely from people from different cities and states than from your hometown home city home state not in every you know situation but for the most part i would say you know you you're going to get love and, and fans and, and respect from from people from different areas at first and, you know, especially in Boston, you know, um, you got to make that move or, you know, it's just it's a very weird scene in terms of um, entertainment, whether it's music, acting, comedy. Now, not really comedy nowadays, but m more music and, and acting. And that's just because I've, I'm in that, you know, I've been around that firsthand and uh yeah, for Boston, it's like you have to move to to make it. And then once you make it, now then everybody like, oh, like, yeah, we, Boston loves you. Like, we love you. Like, I mean, that's how it happened with, like, Joyner Lucas, even though he's not from Boston, he's from Worcester. But still, like, you know, yeah, yeah he had a buzz in the Massachusetts and Boston, but he, he, was, he wasn't getting the love he gets now, you know, when even when he first kind of like started really making it on a mainstream level and um yeah I, it's just i mean we've seen this with all all you know especially recent musicians that came out of boston whether it's like cousin stiz moving to cali bia cali you know coyla ray even though she you know i you know i think technically was born in boston but yeah, she, I think she lived in Boston for a little bit, but I think most of her time was in, in Atlanta. Um, but I know her brother Chava was in Boston at times because he came over to the house. That was a crazy story. We, you know, Coyle Ray almost came over that one day. Um, so I was aware of Coyle Ray like years, be years before she blew up. 
And I knew, and I, I kept telling people, like even I kept, I, I told people, and I wish I had a status or a post with a timestamp of me predicting this artist, like I do with other artists. But unfortunately, I don't. But like, I, I said that Corey was gonna blow up like three years before she blew up. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Um, but she's doing her thing, you know. Uh, yeah, I definitely just just recently heard of Coyle Ray. I I like her music for sure. That's crazy you that you just, know her brother. You just heard of her? I mean, not like just like not like today, but you know, like within the last like probably like year. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I I'm so I mean I obviously love music. I just I get into these like. Uh, zones where i'm listening to music that's like from like 10 years ago and i just don't care about yeah, new artists sometimes. that's what i do i mean I, li I listen you know just you know i talk about it all the time if, you, if you, someone to look if someone were to look at like my iphone you know apple music you know playlist they'd be like what the fuck like it's literally like a mix of everything like you know it'll go from like you know tupac like hit him up to like coldplay yellow like you know it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's hilarious. Uh, my, my my playlist is very it's, it's a variety of different types of music so i love listening to like old music as well but just because with what i do in my job and just because i'm a music nerd i love like discovering like new artists you know, especially um, that haven't really broke the surface yet in terms of making it on a mainstream level of success. Um, and I like to see like their their journey, you know, just like I seen like with Jack Harlow when I, you know, that's probably one of the best predictions that I made. It's I, I can't believe how you do that. It's like there has to be other people that that are going to come up out of it like me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, hopefully it would be. Hopefully it's us, though. Like me and you are the next prediction. Somebody is gonna be predicting us right now. Like hopefully someone's taking a screenshot right now and be like, we know they're gonna blow up on OJT. Like what? Even if they don't, I mean, I I know I know the show will, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> no sweat off his back. No nope. confidence. That confidence level though. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it. But yeah, um, another thing I want to talk about is you know. And we've talked about this briefly, but, you know, people really need to understand that, you know, it's okay to have, you know, a rough day or, you know, we're going to have bad days. And, and if we're blessed enough, you know, we have the, the beauty of having tomorrow where we, we can start fresh and we can go back at it. So, you know. Never forget, Definitely. never forget about that. Even though we we know that, but like, really like think about that and really understand that like you can really just like have a clean slate the next day, unless you did some wild shit. You know, when you were drunk that you know the night before, you might have to deal with some, deal with some repercussions. But for the most part, you know, um, we you know we have a, a clean slate the next day. Start fresh and go back at it, whatever that might be for you. So. You know, just just really try and keep that in mind and be a little bit more self-aware about that. If you are going through like a rough day or having a bad day, and we all have we all have bad days, we all have good days. You know, we all have mixed days. It, you know, 
we just have to be a little bit more more aware, more self-aware, I think. That's all. Oh, yeah. You can always turn it around. Yeah. Uh, D- David always says that. You know, why do you let little things ruin your day? can't yeah it's easier than said than done because I, I i've struggled with that for years you know it took me a long time to really you know be able to not let small things get to me and even till this day you know occasionally there'll be you know i have to say okay this, this this is not worth it but yeah it, it's uh, not always an easy thing to do for some people and I'm just saying that from firsthand experience. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can uh, definitely relate to not being able to overcome little tiny minor like inconveniences. They will definitely make it so the rest of my day is, is messed up. We're like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't, I don't always, not every day, you know what I mean? But like, there's just the days where I wake up and it's like, damn, like one thing after another, waking up on the wrong side of the bed, but. You know, I do try to turn it over, though. You know, that's why, you know, this isn't the mental health awareness podcast. But I was going to say, like, with make it kind of a joke, poke fun at, like, my own mental health. But, like, with having, like, the type of mood swings that I do, I really am, like, a different person throughout the day sometimes. I feel like at one time I could think I'm on top of the world. And, and then the next I'm like, oh, God, like, what's what's going on in my life? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I can... Um definitely relate you know obviously it's someone you know i have bipolar and mbpd as well so you know or for myself so you know i I could definitely relate um and sometimes that's hard because even when like i do accomplish like crazy things or you know some things you know obviously you know to anyone if to do some you know accomplish something they're gonna feel like they're on top of the world but sometimes for me obviously that gets enhanced you know to say the least um if especially if i'm you know you know going through a a manic episode maybe at times which I, i don't really go through that many manic episodes um that much with my bipolar it's more it's more just being down I would say um but that's it's changed throughout my life because when I was younger I would cycle a lot more through you know manic you know and then depressed you know, up and down um but for a long time it, it's been mostly just just kind of down with the bipolar um and yeah I know we weren't going to talk about this because it's not the mental health awareness but I just wanted to bring that up because I don't know if anyone's listening that can relate or whatever but yeah i just figured i I would mention that um yeah it's um i don't know what the point i don't know what the point i I was trying to make by by saying that but uh, it's okay the message will reach somebody (laughs) (laughs) i'm so tired i literally i literally slept like four hours but and i know that you know there's obviously days i don't sleep at all or get like one hour but I've been, I didn't even like get any sleep the night before and I don't know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm all out of it today. <laughs> it's one of those days. That's okay. That's okay. We're, we're, I'm out of it too. And you're, we're allowed to be out of it sometimes. We're allowed to have those days, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, 
to me at least, I think it's kind of cool that we, we still are doing the podcast. So, like, people can see, like, you know, A, you know, you got to be p- consistent and persistent. And B, you know, you know, you got to you got to do what you got to do, regardless on how you feel. And also, you know, the show might be a little bit different because it's just a little bit more vulnerable or raw or whatever you want to categorize it. Um, but that, I don't know, that's just, that's just what I think. Um, but a few things before we end the show. Um, I have a few things I want to talk about. Is there anything that's on your mind, Maddie, or? Hello? Hey, sorry yeah. about that. Oh good. my goodness. The, I I uh I had my cell phone mute because well, I was, I was like going the, I was like the rising guy. Uh, hello? Can you, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> oh man. No, we uh we were going through a cobblestone road out here and I was like, oh, I can't have that noise. But yeah, um I, I have nothing really else to add to it. I mean, we are, are you know, mental health mental health and wellness is wasn't the topic, but it always it always drizzles into that, I feel like when it comes to me. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, but. sometimes me too. Yeah, that, but that's that's there's nothing wrong with that. I, I I think that's actually good. You know, we're just talking about our story, our experiences, and hopefully, you know, there's people that can relate to it or you know gain some insight or knowledge from that. You know, you never know. Right, it might be a new, a new listener that doesn't even know that there was a mental health awareness podcast that has something to listen to. Yeah, um, there's, there's just three because parts. They... I don't mean to cut you off, but if you're listening, you know, there's there's three episodes that me and Maddie have done so far. Plus, I have you know my mental health journey that I have uploaded onto YouTube, and you can listen to the podcast uh, episodes as well. Um, and what were you saying, Maddie? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh. It skipped out of my brain. Oh, skipped shit. right out of it. That's my, I, my I, fault. <laughs> I, I feel like I was just saying uh, whenever I talk about something, it just, oh, no. Yeah, like a, a new listener um, hearing just this part, maybe if they made it all the way to the end, hearing that there is this, uh, you know, p- segment in within the podcast or whatever, it could make them feel like they have something else to listen to that they normally wouldn't listen to. Like if you just aired in, you know, a new listener. Yeah, definitely. No. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, if you are a new listener, definitely check out the, and you're interested in, you know, hearing about mental health awareness or our stories or experiences and things like that. I highly recommend checking out, you know, those episodes, you know, whether you want to listen to it, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or you want to watch it on YouTube, you know, just go to YouTube, type in On Here with JT. Um, of course, once again, you know, you can always watch the full episode, clips, behind the scenes, and so much more content that's coming to my YouTube channel. Just go to On Here with JT. And of course, like always, you can listen to the full episodes of my podcast, previous episodes, the whole archive is available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so many more different platforms. Just head over to onairwithjt.com. Of course, all my social media handles are there as well to follow me, but I mainly use my Instagram, which is Justin Thomas Insta. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-T-H-O-M-A-S-I-N-S-T-A. 
Um, and if you are a business owner, a brand, or a company, and you are interested in advertising on this podcast, serious inquiries only, please email me at onearwithjt at gmail.com. And I do have one favor. If you are a fan or a supporter and you do listen to the podcast on your iPhone with the Apple Podcast app, the Purple Podcast app, if you could please go to that app, type in On Air with JT, click on the show, um, and scroll all the way down, and you can rate the show one out of five stars. And just rate it whatever you like. I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps the algorithm, and it just gives me a better insight on um, how people feel about the show. So um, thank you so much. And uh, Madeline, wh- where can people follow you once again? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Madeline Haley Marquez, M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y-M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z. And on Instagram, it's Madeline with two N's underscore Haley. On TikTok, it's Lazy Eye. And on YouTube, it's Lazy Eye 16. Perfect. Yeah. Definitely go follow her. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to say, Maddie, before we uh, wrap it up today? Um. If anyone's wondering why it's lazy eye, it's because I have a lazy eye. So. <laughs> I got a lazy Never. eye. I got lazy eyes when I smoke. Oh no, I I think I have it just just in general. I don't even know why. It's just weird. Woke oh, up one no. day with a lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Not really, but ah, no, it's not true. I always had it. I I just I was born like this. I was born like this. I woke up like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, thank you to everybody that's, uh, again, been you know showing love with the show, supporting the podcast, watching it. You know, Even if it's not on a consistent basis, I appreciate it. Of course, everyone that does listen to the show on a consistent basis, you know, thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, and everyone out there that's going after a goal or a dream or something that you want in life, an aspiration, keep fucking pushing. Keep going. You got this. You know, there's going to be roadblocks, there's going to be obstacles, but you will find a way to overcome that and, you know, break through that and get to that finish line because you got this because you're a motherfucking savage. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Have a great day. The motherfucking JT way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips behind the scenes, exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just type in onairwithjt. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and everything is right there. And of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and my new podcast that are launching this year, then send me an email. Of course, serious inquiries only. You can email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir.
Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com.